Thank you for downloading this free episode of Fun Employment Radio. You can support us by doing all of your online shopping at funemploymentradio.com slash shop. Vendors such as Zappos, ThinkGeek, Expedia, eBay, Amazon, and more. All at funemploymentradio.com slash shop. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I'm telling you, I think I might be good enough to go pro. I'm considering. Is there such a thing as pro for that? I probably. There's got to be. There's pro for everything, Sarah. And don't try to try to, try to squash like my those, dreams right now. <laughs> you could be I one mean, of those weird people that like videotapes themselves doing it. I could. Mm-hmm. I could. I mean, I'm just saying. I beat my roommate three to zero, Sarah. Three to zero. You should probably specify what we're talking three about. Three <laughs> nil, I guess, is a, a technical terms. Don't um, do that. I'm just, I'm thinking maybe I could go pro in 2013 FIFA. That's all I'm saying. All right. I'm, I'm just throwing it out I'm there. I'm so glad you feel proud enough to I can finally that. go pro in something. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. Oh, my goodness. Uh, we've got a bunch of stuff we're going to get to today. Of course, as usual, which I say every time, I realize, but nonetheless, I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, we do have that we're going to play here in just a couple of minutes. An interview with Brian Possein. Brian was fantastic. Yeah. Brian is amazing. He's here in town uh, today. So he's going to be at Helium Comedy Club on 9th and Hawthorne. And you can go uh, you can go see him there tonight or tomorrow. And then he's also going to be signing um, signing copies of Deadpool, yeah. which he wrote three different, I think, three different books. Yeah. Deadpool, I mean, he, he contributed to a lot of it. Yeah. And so he's going to be signing those up in Vancouver, too, if you're up in uh, Vancouver at I Like Comics. So we'll, we'll play our interview with him here in a minute. But before we get to that, I'm sorry. I mean, it's, this is kind of big news if I am going to break the news of going pro here. I think here. This, is, this is showing like where you are in your life where you think that you doing well at 2013 FIFA is a life accomplishment. Well, I'm saying it, it's little things, I guess people things, do make Sarah. livings off of doing you know silly things. Look, I'm I'm I, sh- I I'm hesitant to say this because there's always a chance I'm probably never going to be a professional athlete. I'm just going to put it out there. Probably, I'm not I'm not saying it's an absolute because there's a, there's entirely a possibility. But what kind of athlete do you think you would be? Hmm. No, let's see. Well, I, you're too small. You would have to be a soccer player. Yeah. Well, I'd be, okay. Yeah. So maybe I could be a professional soccer or player. or a jockey. No, I'm not going to be a jockey. No, I'm, I'm actually too big to be a jockey. Thank you very much. Those guys are smaller than I am. But I, I mean, I'm sure there's some kind of sport out there where I would be able to, you know, show off my my physical talents, my athletic abilities. Uh-huh. I'm sure there's something I could figure out. Sure. But what I what I what I know I can do. I mean, just judging by my performance over the last few days. Now, now, granted, my only competition is is my two roommates because I don't like going online because then people call you names and stuff and I don't want to play with like a 12-year-old kid from South Korea who's going to kick beat my you? ass. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't want to play against so him. So you only like playing against people that you know you can beat. Yeah. I don't yeah. think that's, that's sports. Yeah, that's, no, that's exactly what I like to do. Yeah, that's, that's who I want to play against. But I'm saying, judging by how good I'm doing, I'm, I'm thinking about exploring the role of going, of going pro. Now, this may affect the show. You might be able to. Okay, well, hang on, hang on. You might be able to. I mean, if there's that woman who, like, unwraps Disney toys for, like, she does it on YouTube where she just, like, unwraps the toys and she gets, she makes, like, $5 million a year doing that. Yeah, that one's pretty insane. If she's making $5 million a year, I'm sure that you might be able to get some money. So you're in support of me going pro at FIFA. 2013 version because I, I haven't played the other when ones. When it's not during our business hours, for sure. Go for it. Uh, well, I mean, I can't necessarily say that's when it's going to be. You know, uh, the only thing that, that I'm hesitant about is the going online thing and playing online people because, yeah, then they're they're mean. I don't want to. I don't want to. You're with afraid that. of the 12 year old boys in China that yeah. Mean have you ever played an no. online video game? Okay, I for God, a while no. there I played a, a shooting one. I honestly I, can't I wouldn't remember. be able to handle that. Are you kidding? Counter Strike. I used to no. play Counter Strike online, dude. They're the worst. They the words and the way things they say, like it, it the things they say are probably illegal in most places. Mm. Like it's bad. They will call you all kinds of names. No, I don't. I could, I could not stomach that. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. Are you so, kidding me? You've seen my reaction to someone emailing something cruel. Like I wouldn't be able oh, to like dude. hear it in my ears. Uh uh-uh. uh No, no, it's it's not it's not good. But since I am so good at FIFA, I'm thinking it's possible. So I'm just throwing it out there. I just I'm just saying I'm very excited about these possibilities. I want everybody else, everyone else to be excited too. 
Yes, everyone's excited for your burgeoning FIFA 2013, mm-hmm. completely outdated video game career. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I'm Good, sure best of luck with that. I'm sure there's a market somewhere for mm-hmm. it. All right. Well, anyway, I'm going to be <laughs> contemplating this, and uh, and hopefully, hopefully, this is you know, this is going to be my new thing. Well, I, I wish you luck. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I don't sense that you're really supportive of this. Greg, I'm trying. I'm mustering all of the support I can. Okay. You, that's it's a, really impressive. Yeah. My crosses are amazing. Your crosses? Yeah, when I cross cross the field. I, you when mean I when you hit cross. buttons? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, all right. I'm hitting buttons. I hit them good. All right. Why don't, why, don't we, why don't we do this? That's enough of my video game talk. Let's go ahead and play our interview with Brian Poussey. Awesome. So Brian, uh, as we said, going to be at Helium Comedy Club uh, tonight, which is Friday, February 6th, 2015. And tomorrow night, and uh, he's going to have two shows there each night. You can go check him out. Now, when we start off the show here, uh, just behind the scenes, when Brian came in, Sarah went down and, and brought him up here to the studio, him and Adam, who works for Helium Comedy Club. And when they walked in the door, Sarah just had this look of astonishment on her face, <laughs> yeah. like kind of almost appalled. I'm like, what's going on? And, and her and Brian were talking. And they're like, that is just horrible. It was horrible. But they both refused to tell no, me. No, because I was going to tell you, and Brian was actually like, nope, let's wait. We should talk about it on the air. I'm yeah. Like, All right, that's a good call. Yeah, Brian. I'm, I'm glad that you said that. Brian insisted, yeah, to wait until we were on air to tell me what it was that that happened to him this morning. It's, it is, luckily, Brian is a very, uh, very amazing guy with a wonderful sense of humor to see through this. But man. It's that. It's awful. Yeah. Yeah. So th- that's what we start off with. But then we get into all kinds of other things. Um, I'll say this one more uh, teaser. There's some information about a little show called Mr. Show mm-hmm. in this. There may be some, uh, some stuff s- that was revealed. Yes. So he actually has, uh, has talked There's, about something that's in the works. Yes. Which is awesome. Yes. So let's just do this. Why don't we, why don't we go ahead and play it? Here it is. Brian Posehn on FunEmploymentRadio.com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, I really need to know what it is. This is driving me crazy. <laughs> well, first I can't, you should uh, introduce who our guest is. I, I will, I will, okay. I will, I will. Okay, hello everyone. Welcome to Fun Employment <laughs> Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon, and we are joined now with Brian Posehn. Hello, sir. Hey, how's it going? Hi, All Brian. Right. <laughs> so Sarah went down and, and let Brian and Adam in, and on, on the way in, when Sarah walked in the door, she's like, you will not believe what just happened to Brian, but we can't talk about it right now. Well, we can't. We've got to wait until it's on. No, yet. and that was actually so, on Brian. That was good. He's no, like, you need to save like, it. Well, yeah, you should hear it. Yeah. yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so I, when we were in the elevator, I was like, so how is your morning going so far? And Brian told me a story. And I did uh, a local <laughs> TV show, a good morning type show. Uh-huh. I won't name it. And... Uh, Halfway through our segment, uh, they go, uh, you know, we didn't work out any of the things that they were going to ask me. They just uh, did research. And uh, so the guy goes, uh, you love or you just got a puppy, which is true. I have a five five month old uh, Bernese Mountain Dog and she's insane. And uh, he goes, you love animals. Also true. I go, yes. (laughs) He goes, uh well, tell us about your puppy, and a picture comes up, and it's me and my dog who died last year. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that's just a ball punch. Wow. Jesus. Yeah. Tell us about dogs, and, and there's my <gasps> Sally. <laughs> oh. Who, and here's the worst part that Adam knows. She died while I was here last year. Oh, oh no! Damn. So, so she had had cancer, and I had taken. Well, I had taken her to the vet before I flew to Portland, and um, we got her spleen removed. And uh, they said, "Oh, well, that's that's where we think all the cancer was. We think we got it." And then I'm up here, and you know, I'm getting bad reports from my wife. Uh, things are going south. I think I got to take her back in. And then I think it's either the Friday. I think it was the the last shows. No, Saturday. So. In between shows, I find out that she's dead, and oh, I still have to do. Oh man! So like, I already <laughs> I'm coming awful. back to Portland after- <laughs> where the tra- where the trauma happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just- <laughs> Remember last time? Dead dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's see a picture of that puppy. Dead dog. Because <laughs> there are pictures of the puppy all over the internet. Because I've been like putting her on Instagram. I'm like such a puppy dork, like I- I'm or a dog dork. I always have. Oh, me too. Yeah. I mean, no, I we are that's, that's why, why this is making my heart yeah, hurt. Yeah. This, this picture of Sally, that was my, uh, I think it still is my Twitter picture. I haven't changed it, but of my Bassett that mm-hmm. I lost last year. But yeah, I've had pictures of her forever. And then my, uh, I have an older one even, uh, her older brother, he's 12. And I put him up. And so, yeah, could, but uh, 
Oh, wow. man. That so is, that so is that a is gut <laughs> punch. Good <laughs> yeah. morning. You... Yeah, I'm bad with mornings. <laughs> and I'm, got a little bit of a weed hangover, I don't mind telling you. <laughs> oh, How do you handle that live on the air? Like, well, well, you just, I don't, <laughs> you Adam excited? would have to tell you exactly what I said. But, like, <laughs> I don't remember. I kind of blacked it out. I was like, God, that's not my puppy. That, right. Oh, <laughs> God. No, I let him know. I, yeah. know. I kind of made the segment go a little south and then but we pulled it all back <laughs> we told some funny stories and yeah and it ended it ended fine it ended on a happy note oh my god i mean you're wow. you're definitely a master if you can take it from a terrible dead dog story to like turn it around from going well, that direction. yeah have you seen my act i mean I, i'm used to doing dark stuff <laughs> yeah. but yeah or you know i can do dark stuff <laughs> now is it stuff like this that you could ever use for like to incorporate into your act in the future Oh, absolutely. That seems like yeah. something that, oh, yeah. wow. I mean, it's very recent right now, but wow. Yeah, there's definitely something there. <laughs> well, um, welcome back to Portland. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> on the new puppy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad. For, he's going to show that the producer that put the picture up wasn't there. Like, she put the picture up. Maybe she did that. Like, ha ha, dead dog. <laughs> Went to the parking lot. I don't think that kind of evil exists. <laughs> Screw that big right house. <laughs> He seems like such an asshole. <laughs> but at any rate, when she she gets back to her job. The guy, the on-air guy, and the other producer is going to be like, "Nice job!" Oh, dude, oh. she was probably up all night, you know, prepping for the show because she's probably sleeping right now. Yeah, she's getting, and then a getting lot ready for of her overnight ship right now. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, Jenny, we need you to come into the office. We got to have a talk about. <laughs> so anyway, besides the audience, the, uh, they have a live audience there of all old people. So they're it, sort of a really? strange re- Yeah, they do. That was sort of a strange reaction. Where do they find them? Do they bring them in from like a retirement community? No, but they were, right? There's yeah. no young people there. They bus yeah. them in? <laughs> how, how many of them are there? Are they coherent old people? I mean, how old are we talking do about? Do they say what when you talk? No, they. I didn't ask. I didn't talk to them. But yeah, they all look very old. Like <laughs> close to death, all of like <laughs> confused where they are type of old. But. <laughs> this sounds like a magical place. <laughs> they just get them out. We're, we're going to go see your grandkids, and then they wheel them in and just have them watch. <laughs> well, there are worse things you can do in the morning, I suppose. Sure. They can see a live TV show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> well, so some other things that you are going to be doing today, not involving any of that, will be uh, signing for Deadpool. Yes. That is that is awesome. Over at uh, I Like Comics. Over yeah, so you're in, going uh, to Vancouver for that, yeah. huh? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I was just looking at. So that's at uh, 1715 Broadway Street, and you're doing that at 3 p.m. today? in the afternoon, yep. Awesome. So is that what you do when you're on tour a lot? Do you um, like do a lot of comic signings during the day? Yeah, for a while I was... Uh, you know, setting it up, but now people are kind of coming to me because they know I do it. So uh, last time I was here, you did did Excalibur. Excalibur. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I remember. Great shop. I'll probably wind up in there again, but uh, not not this time through. Yeah. Well, and I saw you were just up in Alaska, too. It looks like you were doing some signings. Yes. In Fairbanks? Yeah. Yeah. I've never, I've been to Alaska a few times. I've never been to Fairbanks. Fairbanks is insane. Yeah. Why you would ever live there, I have no idea. It's beautiful, and the people are very, very nice. And uh, you know you can you can go ten miles away and you can um, send a letter from uh, their uh, post office and it'll say the North Pole. Like, <laughs> that's that's charming and that's adorable. <laughs> but then can we cuss? I, I think we. Yes. Can. Oh yeah, I, yeah. Yep. Mm. But then it's fucking forty below <laughs> for six goddamn months like, with no sun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's insane. Like, you know, you guys are used to weather. I grew up in the Bay Area, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm used to weather. Because yeah, so we don't have real seasons. Of weather, we're used to kind of that neutral. That kind of weather, it's insane. How people live like that, I don't know. Yeah, that's the weather. You die outside, not you're just, oh, I'm wet now. Oh, now yeah. I'm, you know, my <laughs> no, shirt's wet. A guy said, uh, hey, don't breathe deeply as we're walking outside. And I go, okay. And then uh, I don't, you know, because I'm a good listener. <laughs> and, uh, I get in the car and I go, why Why was I not supposed to breathe deep? He goes, oh, you could freeze your lungs. Like, it's really bad. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God. Like, the air is trying to murder you. The air is telling you not to fucking live here. <laughs> maybe, a little, maybe a little more of a description. Just, ah, oh, don't breathe deeply. You could die. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know. That's terrifying. <laughs> 
Well, oh, the thing I need to live is trying to kill me? <laughs> There's right. a sign here. <laughs> oh that just sounds like the set of a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. basically. It really does. <laughs> don't breathe too deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But good comics fans? I don't know. No, yeah. People were very stoked to have me there. So that, that's the other thing is no one fucking goes yeah, I was going to say, so. yeah, that's – yeah, um, they don't get a ton of comics, and and I don't think they get a ton of uh, you know comic book writers coming to their uh, to their store. So it was fun, man. Like the yeah. shows were great, and uh, doing the the signing was a lot of fun. How do you end up booking that? Is that something that you reach out to them? Is, you know, if they don't have a lot of comics, the shop. No, no, they went through. Uh, they went through for that one. They went through the bookers of the the, the show, the live cool. show. I think the town's so small they kind of know all know everybody. Mm. You know? That's yeah. how, what I felt. You know? So you were like the bell of the ball there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could have fucked so many dudes. Like, <laughs> like, so, so many, many dudes. Uh, if I wanted to fuck guys that look like me, <laughs> I could do that almost every day of my oh. life. <laughs> you guys said that people think look like you that don't look like you. That yeah. fucking had me rolling your, like, your Randy Quaid video. Oh, yeah. What in God's name? I, really, I don't see I, it like when people because I was looking online. I'm like, do people actually look that Brian think that Brian looks like Randy Quaid? Apparently, there's. I, there I might people. do it on Sunday or Monday, but I really want to do a video of me and my wife. Uh, <laughs> my wife sitting behind me and my puppy barking in the background. <laughs> the dog barking yeah, is the well, most. Yeah, I can make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> if I shut the door, my dog will bark in the background. Uh, but what mask are you going to put on her? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, well, I asked Steve Agee from Sarah Silverman. I already asked him to do one. I was going to have him play my wife, and then <laughs> he wears a Sarah mask, Sarah Silverman mask, <laughs> and eats mac and cheese off my ass instead of me <laughs> fucking him. But I don't know if we'll do that. <laughs> that would go too too viral. I think. <laughs> yeah, it might, it might, it might just be the it might backfire. Yeah. <laughs> the macaroni and cheese ass guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can definitely fuck some dudes after that. Yeah, yeah. But the wife thing. I wouldn't take it that far because, you know, we're trying to get my kid into schools. So Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would probably not be something you want running around on the internet. <laughs> they probably already think, oh, that's that guy from that video. They already think I'm Randy Quaid. So. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Which I had never seen because I was trying to put it together. I'm like, did he make a video like Randy Quaid's? And then I saw a website. It's like, Randy Quaid looks like Brian Pesane. Well, the only reason I said it is people in the past, like the last Randy Quaid meltdown, everybody goes, he looks like you now, and so I was prepared for it. When and when I saw, the, I didn't see the video, but I saw a still of the video, and I went, "Oh my god, he kind of looks like me!" <laughs> like around Christmas time, when I'm letting the beard go, and I'm, I'm not on stage for a couple of weeks, and I look insane. Like that's what he looks like now. So, and then of course. I did that thing, and people are still writing, hey, I saw your video, like, not getting that. I I already wrote a joke about that. Yeah. Like, like, oh, like, <laughs> I know you tried to, like, That's I was in trying to nip it. in the bud of, like, exactly. I know Got people it, are going to make it. fun of me, so here we go. Uh, stop you know, tagging yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah. it. Yeah. No, that'll, that'll <laughs> it be didn't happen. work. Yeah. Did not stop them. No. <laughs> That's one of those things where somebody will see it a month from now, and you'll still get that stuff. Hey, so your video. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> So the the tour that you're on right now, like as as you're going around, I was just reading something online where you're you're kind of getting ready for a new album. Is that yes? Yeah, yeah, real close. Uh, I already signed with a, a new company, but uh, oh, we're awesome! Gonna, yeah, do it. I'm hoping to do it at Comic Con. We haven't set that up yet, but uh, um, Patton did one down there before, and it just feels perfect. It's just I always do sets down there in San mm-hmm. Diego every year, and and so. Like get a small theater and just uh, do that like on a Thursday or Friday when people don't uh, have to be at the costume ball. Yeah. (laughs) Making fun of it. (laughs) Do you ever dress up for Comic-Con? No. You're you. You don't have to. You could dress up as Randy Quaid. (laughs) (laughs) This is my costume. (laughs) It is me. Yeah, so I'm hoping to do it down there and that'll be, I, I think, really fun. Well, oh, you have a lot of things you're balancing, like family and touring, and you know, working on the comics. And, yeah, 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 more writing to Mr. Show, and, and uh, <gasps> really, okay, I, I wanted to ask yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. well, we're uh, we're writing. I can't tell you where it's going to be yet and when it's going to be, but uh, we're we're back in a room together. And, oh, that's uh, awesome! Amazing. Yeah. Done three writing sessions now, and then in two weeks we're going to just start writing full time for like three weeks. And, wow. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it because. 
that's like still one of my favorite jobs. Uh, you know, I I've gotten to do a million great things in the last twenty something years, but that's still one of the things that like top top yeah. five. At oh, least. sure. You know, maybe even the top. I mean, Sarah Silverman is my favorite acting experience because. It was all with friends, and that's yeah. why I love Mr. Show so much. Is those are like my favorite people in life. Yeah, and then we're sitting around making each other laugh all day. You know? Right. So. That's not even work at that point. No, no, it wasn't. And I look back because I remember bitching. I remember going to my car some days after Mr. Show and like being in a shitty mood because mm. it was a job too. Yeah. You know that's what you know. Yeah, it was the best job I ever had. But at, when you're in a job like that, you know, I was going home some days like, yeah, fuck this place, you know? Because <laughs> you can't I look see back outside on of it. it. Yeah, I look back on it and just go, well, what were you thinking? You know, I was <laughs> young and, you know. So yeah. when you guys are, you know, hunkered down and writing for, you know, a few weeks at a time, are you doing other things outside of that? Like, are you going out and performing on the nights or are you just yeah, kind of making well, that your focus? they let me keep, I, I offered to cancel everything and they said, nah, keep your, keep your stand-up stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I'm still going to be doing, I, th- I don't know where I am next month. Like, <laughs> I know where I am next week. I'm in Vancouver next week. Hey, that's a good start. BC. All you next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, from BC. That's so neat. So you get to travel everywhere. Were you just in Alaska last this week? This month? Is my favorite. Yeah, well, outside of Alaska, and that actually wound up being a great experience. Because you didn't die when you breathed. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But uh, other than that, I mean, looking at my calendar and seeing Portland and then Vancouver, and then the week after that, I'm in Austin. Like, those are three of my favorite places to play. Those are your cities, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, the only thing missing is Seattle. They're sad still, so. (laughs) They're they're always sad. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's true. They are always sad. Yeah, yeah. Well, you are here in glorious Portland all this weekend. So you performed last night? Yes. Went well? Yeah, yeah, really awesome. great show. Yeah, the Thursday shows are always killer. Those are, I love, when I can make it to the Thursday shows, I love going to those. It seems like it's more hardcore fans on those nights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah just, but people will still have a chance tonight and yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, there's yeah. still tickets, um, probably not very many, though. Yeah, you should get your tickets Get your now. tickets, and um, speaking from experience, we've seen Brian perform several times. This is something you do not want to miss. Thank yeah, you. absolutely. Mm-hmm. So 7.30 and 10 o'clock tonight and tomorrow night. And go um, go check them out at, at I Like Comics at yes. uh, 1715 Broadway Street in Vancouver. So you're going to be there at 3 today mm-hmm. signing. That's a, Real quick, actually, I wanted to get your opinion on this um, just with Deadpool. What, how do you feel about uh, the Ryan Reynolds when it looks like it got the green light. Oh, I, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, it for just sure. came yeah. out. I think two days ago. He, I saw that he did an article on it, and or somebody interviewed him and said it did get a green light, but it's going to be a lower budget. Oh, like, so huh. it's not going to be the full giant, um, giant you know Marvel type of type of movie. But mm. it is going to be, it well, is greenlit. The way to do that is to do it Punisher style. To do it green. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think they will, but the, it should be a hard R. I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Did you see Dread last year or two years ago? Yep. It yeah. should have that feel. If you're going to do it, do it right. Yeah. Uh, that's what I would do. If I was in control, I would do the R version. Uh, yeah, Dread was brutal, yeah. and that it was awesome. Actually, and that this last just came Punisher, that, not the one that Tom Jane was in, but mm-hmm. that sequel to Punisher, that's what it should feel like. Yeah. You know, it should be him. Gritty. Yeah, just fucking dudes up for an hour <laughs> yeah. and a half, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's and what I would. saying funny things. Right. You know? That's what I would do. Good one-liners throughout the... I mean, I think he's awesome. I think he'll yeah. be perfect at it. It's a fun but, that just came out today. Yeah, he... Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so it came out. It has a release date of February 12th, 2016. Yeah, this is an article from today on Slash Film. Yeah, now, so, he was the... He played it in Wolverine, though, too, right? And that was yeah. terrible. They mishandled it. But, yeah, uh, and it was only at the end, was it? I mean, he wasn't yeah. in the whole well, no, movie, they, or, or was he? They, I, that he movie was, was so the bad. Movie. I didn't. You, they set him up, but they never really set up. He was Deadpool. They just kept calling That's him Wade Wilson. And if you're a nerd, you know who Wade Wilson <laughs> is. But yeah. I'm not even a nerd. But if you just read comics, but um, and then at the end, they've got him with his mouth sealed up, and it's like you take a character, and his nickname is. The Merc with the Mouth. Yeah. Like, that's, that's his what whole he's thing. known for, is being a smartass. <laughs> like, take his power away. Yeah. Just uh, so misguided. But, yeah, this sounds like they get what's cool about the character. And that's what's most important in those movies is the people in control get what's cool about what they've got. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, you know, The opportunity that's right there with this right. with this character. Yeah, well, hopefully it turns out good. So, yeah, this is... Yeah, it just came out today. So nice, huh? Awesome, awesome. All right, well, go go see Brian tonight. <laughs> I just had, sorry, that's that was my nerd question for Brian, but uh, go see Brian tonight. Go see him today and get your comic signed. Thank you so much for coming in. No, thanks you guys. I it's really always fun, it. man. Thank awesome. You.
You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Brian Possein, right there. I am so excited for the prospect of more Mr. Show. Mr. Show oh, was one of the funniest programs I've ever seen. And, and there's so many shows after it that were influenced by Mr. Show. Well, and it seems like it's, you know, if they're doing it all in three weeks, like that seems to be, you know, setting a yeah. course to have it done sooner than later. Yeah, it does. If you've never seen any of the episodes, I'd say uh, you can Google it. There's a bunch of them on it's YouTube fantastic. now. It's where Tenacious D came from. I mean, Tenacious D was existed, but it was a segment on Mr. Show was at least where I first heard about them. That's where I first heard of David Cross. I mean, that kind of mm-hmm. made him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and Bob Odenkirk, they were, they were kind of the creators. So Mr. Show, very, very cool. But Brian Persane, go see him at Helium. And you Comic finally Club. remembered to ask him to do a liner. Yeah. Yeah. So we got the liner and then, uh, I think what I'll do is I'll put it, um, I'll put it to like some of his music or something like that. All right. I like yeah. that. So he's got his heavy metal band that he, that album that he put out. Oh, for, what does he not do? My God. Yeah. He does no, a little bit of it's, everything. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. So Brian Bassan. All right, let's do uh let's do a little bit of ball talk. Right now. There we go. <laughs> yes. Don't do that. Yeah. We've been in the room for far too long. Greg and I have been here for like six hours so far today. And he is going insane. I don't slowly I, slowly but surely. I don't know if it's me. I think maybe it's you. I don't think it's me. I'm pretty sure it's you. You're the one over there, like you sound like you're speaking in tongues sometimes. Yeah. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right. It's a potpourri of balls. A little smattering, a little of this, a little of that. First up, though, I have to talk about this. And this is uh, this could turn into something. So I figure I better go ahead and, and talk about it right now just so you guys are aware of what it is. And that's to do with Chris Paul. Chris Paul is He's a... very dreamy. Uh, Sarah is a fan of how Chris Paul... Uh, carries himself how he looks how yes, he looks I, I like his face okay well you may not like this oh so, no don't ruin him for me greg you know that i like him chris paul is one of one of if not the best point guards in the nba very very good player plays for the la clippers usually not one to get in too much trouble i mean the most he does he flops a lot so which means you know he, he pretends like he gets hit and so that fouls will get called he is a class a flopper he is very very good at that but he's also a good player uh, kind of whi- little, little whiny, a little bit of a whiner, but this could get him in more trouble than he thought originally. So what happened last night is the L.A. Clippers got beat badly by the Cleveland Cavaliers. And during that, there was a whole bunch of technicals that were called on the Clippers. They kind of just lost it. There were, I think there was like six technicals. One player got ejected just because they kept complaining, complaining, complaining. And they they were whining a lot. The, the LA Clippers a lot are kind of whining. Of, the Clippers are kind of whiners. A little whiny. I'm sorry. They okay. they are. Now what happened though afterwards is Chris Paul was asked about a tech that was called on him, and he it was in reference to a ref by the name of Lauren Holtkamp. So it's a female ref in the NBA. It is her first season, so she's a rookie ref, and a lot of times you know rookie refs can make bad calls because they're you're getting used to the NBA. Now what happened is. Chris Paul said this uh, after the game. He said uh, he said it was a terrible tech and said if she calls it that way, this might not be for her. Hmm. So All right, so is it because she's a woman? Is that what people are getting up in arms for? So this is this is what it's kind of uh, coming out to and I'm I'm sorry. I'll, I'll get the exact No, quote. no, no, that's fine. No, I'm thinking about it, but uh, I mean that in a I'm not seeing this through rose-colored lenses because I think that he's quite dreamy, but I'm saying okay, like... Okay, separate that from it. No, and that's what I'm saying. I am. But I mean, if he said, you know, that about a man, I mean, it would be the same thing. Maybe, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's, that's, where, the, that's where everything's kind of going down. So it's what he said, and uh, people are taking it as though it could have been in reference to the fact that she was a woman. So he said... This might not be for her. Talking about being a ref in the NBA. Was the call a bad call? Uh, probably not. I mean, I, oh, okay. I don't know. It was a tech, so, you know, really that's up to up to whoever it is. Now, you know, some refs get away with, uh, we'll, we'll let things go on. They'll, you know, talk back and forth with the players. Some some refs won't put up with it. You know, as and I've read this before about NBA players, especially with the refs, once you get to know them. It's why you see, like, superstar players, which Chris Paul is, but he's also whining in this one. Superstar players usually get away with all kinds of stuff because they're a star. Like mm-hmm. Kevin Durant, LeBron James, they will get somebody, a foul called you know, against another player all the time because refs just naturally 
give them the call. I know. That's such bullshit. That's how it is. That, I mean, that's actually a fact in the NBA. It's just what it is. It's an unspoken thing. Now, if he was talking about just the fact that this is a rookie ref and complaining about the rookie ref saying that this ref doesn't belong in the league. That's what it seems to, more that's like. That's still bad. You're still going to get fined oh, for that. Oh, yeah. You, and can't, you can't do that. I would be more, yeah, I mean, I think I would take it more along the lines of the rookie ref than it is. I mean, because he's identifying her by, you know, by her gender. Yeah. So, I mean, but he's complaining not about her gender, but about the job that she did with her job. Well, that's the debate, is, is what hmm. was his meaning behind that. I'll be honest, in my opinion, I don't really see Chris Paul as being, you know, against female referees. Quite honestly, I think he was worked up and uh, lost his temper and was trying to imply that that she's a bad ref, but not because she's a woman, just that that's a bad ref. Yeah. I think that's what he was probably trying to trying to say. But people are taking this very extremely and uh, and saying that, you know, he's he's referencing, you know, people are taking it that he's referencing that it's a woman, mm. that a woman doesn't belong in the NBA. So people are kind of taking the words and running with it themselves. He made a big mistake by saying this, by yeah. saying anything at all, and he would have got fined no matter what. I I expect the fine could be a little bit more yeah. than it normally would have been. It depends how the NBA is going to react, and I, I don't believe they've come out and reacted yet. That'll be happening today, I would assume. But yeah, that's that's the big controversy. Hmm, did he mean she's a woman and she doesn't belong in the NBA, or did he mean she's a bad ref and that ref doesn't belong in the NBA? Yeah. Either way, stupid move on his part. Yeah, Re- really, all around. Really dumb seem decision. Like a good move. Well, n- none of the Clippers made good decisions last night. I'm, I'm he just going to say the cherry on top of that. Personally, I would give him the benefit of the doubt on that. Just judging by the the rest of, by his character and everything about him, probably not what he meant. We probably didn't mean something bad about a woman. But there we go. Mm-hmm. So now you guys know. We'll see what happens with this as it, as it keeps going. Moving on to ball talk. This is something. It's a little bit dark. But it's kind of funny at the same time. So uh, the... Uh, dark and funny. Well, the, the it's funny because of, because of who did it. So the Seahawks, you know, of course, lost in the Super Bowl. We all know this. Um, and there was a, a gentleman in Seattle, from Seattle, who was a big Seahawks fan who passed away. Passed away just a couple of days ago. Um, he was from. Oh wow! Okay, okay. So here's here's what happened. So this guy, and I'm, I, st- I just have to read this so you know how he passed away. Okay. Uh, he's he uh, was suffering from stress. He recorded the Super Bowl because he was, um, because he, he had went home to to rest because he was just not feeling well, and then he uh, he passed away that night. Uh, ap- I believe after watching the game. So what happened is, you know, he, he passed away. It's very untimely, and uh, but they put the obituary in the paper. And the one line was that actually was uh, posted in it was, we blame the Seahawks' lousy play call for Mike's untimely demise. <laughs> and that's what they put in. And that's, that was his wife, Stephanie, who wrote that and put it in. And there were people like, I guess some people were giving her flack about that, being like, oh, that's, that's terrible. How would you write something like that? And she said, my husband would have thought it was hysterical because it's so true because he would have just said, what a dumbass regarding the play. And he would have thought it was funny, so yeah. we put it in there. Well, and that's that's his wife. That's her call. That's her call to do. Mm. I think it's I think it's pretty. I think funny. that's funny. Yeah. So Seahawks Seahawks lousy play call is to blame for Mike's untimely demise. That's that's funny. All right, moving on to ball talk. We'll go to this. Here's something that's not funny, and this is uh, <laughs> it's, this is dark but funny. Here's not funny. <laughs> here's here's not funny. This is just dumb. And uh, let me get my uh, sound queued up. Cords all queued up. Yes, indeed. <laughs> So this happened during the trial that is going on right now for Aaron Hernandez. Now, oh, that's the murdery guy, right? Aaron Hernandez used to play for the New England Patriots. Not this year. He was uh, arrested a couple of years ago for and charged with one murder. He's since, I believe, being charged for two other murders in a separate situation. He's on trial right now. He's on trial for the first murder. His attorney... Did this during court? Would talk. Ever received training in football deflation devices? So he's questioning Aaron Hernandez. This is in an actual trial. Are you fucking now? We all know me. about Deflate Gate, yes, which is where the Patriots were accused he's of deflating on trial some balls for murder. And this is what this is his attorney. No. Did you ever receive training in football deflation devices? No. He's trying to make a joke about Deflate Gate at a murder trial. Probably not. I have no words. <laughs> Probably not the smart thing to do. That was Aaron Hernandez's attorney making that joke. Oh, 
Okay, then. Yeah. No words. No words. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. That, and that's his attorney. Oh, my God. Now, Aaron, yeah. Well, if he's choosing to represent Aaron Hernandez anyway. Eh, it works out for all of us yeah. anyway. So, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe it is a good thing that that's the kind of guy that's representing him because I tend to believe that Aaron Hernandez did it. But there we go. All right, moving on to ball talk. Here's the, here's the final story. This is just playing something that I think is awesome. It isn't a and song, I, is it? It's not a song. Thank God. It's not a song, but it's this. So there is a minor league baseball team a New York Mets affiliate by the name of the Brooklyn Cyclones. And they are going to be, I'll, I'll post a picture of this here in the chat, and you, if you're not uh, listening live, you can, you can look it up. Or we'll post a link maybe on our, on our page. And they are doing a uh, special thing for this coming season on June 24th, I believe it is, where they're going to be having a tribute night to Save by the Bell. All right, I like this. They're making uniforms... That are that mimic Saved by the Bell. Basically, it's 80s, terrible 80s uniforms. Bayside High. Bayside High. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, sorry, maybe you can grab that photo to post in there if you don't mind. Sure. You can get that to, to work in there. Uh, so, yeah, that is what they're going to be doing. I think it's pretty awesome. Part okay, of it. that is cool. Yeah, so these uniforms, they're all set up with 80s. they got, like, sunglasses on it. It's all, it's made to, it says Brooklyn, but it looks like Bayside. It's in the same kind of Bayside lettering. And on top of that... What they're going to be having is uh, a series of AC Slater's sitting backwards um, musical chairs. It's one of the events that's going to happen on the field. He always did that. Yep. There's going to be a kiss cam complete with wow sounds from the live studio audience at the game. (laughs) Uh, Anyone named Johnny Dakota will not be allowed inside the ballpark because the Cyclones say nope to dope. So was Johnny Dakota, was that like a bad kid? I don't know. I, I don't remember. I mean, you're the you're the Saved by the Bell expert, so that was a very special episode. Was it? You're right. He was trying to push dope, and then at the end, they had one of those real things. Um, I love how I just said dope, but um, they had one of those things like after the credits, like it's all of them sitting there, you know, with like one leg on the table, like, hey guys, let's get us. real. Let's get real. Let's get real for a minute. Let's say nope to dope. Huh. Only dopes do dope. Okay. Like, they're all like really themselves, so you can tell that they really mean it because they're not in character anymore. Oh. It's the real people. Okay. And they're speaking to you. Okay. Mm-hmm. That must be that must be what it is. So that that is one of the things that they will be uh God dang it, I can't. It's get just not to gonna work great. Right. We'll post it on There it is. On the website. All right. But this is also the same team that did something else that was really awesome last year that I would love to attend. I, I'm liking I'm liking the Brooklyn Cyclones. Sure. The other thing they did last year is they had a Seinfeld tribute night. Where the players came out for their warm-up jerseys were fluffy, uh, frilly pirate shirts. Oh, that's one of my favorite episodes. So they the came puffy out, shirt. The puffy shirts. Yes, the puffy pirate shirts. The players all had to wear those. They had uh, people dressed up as Newman, like in the audience. They had uh, they sold Snickers with a fork and knife. Well, that's the only way you can eat a Snickers. That's the only way that you eat a Snickers, apparently. Of course. That is what you do. Mm-hmm. And so a, a whole bunch of other things. It's, it's pretty awesome. I, I like what they're doing. So there we go. I thought that was cool. If anybody is going to be attending the Brooklyn Cyclones Saved by the Bell tribute night, and you happen to get an extra jersey, send it this way. Oh, I would totally rock one of those. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So there we go. All right, back. <laughs> Bean is quoting in the chat, but I don't want to be a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's the, pretty amazing. The, the, the Seinfeld night is awesome. I'll, I'll post a link to that here on our, on our website when we post this uh, episode so that you can check out some of the other things because there's a whole series of pictures that they did. All right, Edward is saying in the night. chat that his, fr- his favorite episode is the Frogger. I like the contest. That's still one of my favorite ones. The contest is good. It's con- pretty funny. I Newman's still my favorite character on there. Newman uh, is? Newman is hilarious to hmm. me. Yeah. Uh, Newman and his schemes. Do you feel like you're Newman, Greg? No, I'm not Newman. I just appreciate Newman. I think he's pretty awesome. All right, there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Oh, yeah. It's being asked if we saw the Fallon Saved by the Bell sketch. That yes. is one of the greatest things Save- I have ever seen. Saved by the Bell is making quite a comeback. And they all look amazing, you know, minus Screech and Lisa Turtle. Yeah, Lisa Turtle got all that pl- she got all plastic. Puffy. Yeah, well, she got plastic surgery. Well, yeah, I'm not, not fat. Like, she legitimately got her face full of Botox, and mm-hmm. she looks completely puffy. And Dustin Diamond, I believe, is in jail because he stabbed somebody. Yeah, I think he's awaiting uh, murder <laughs> so, trials or something no, like that. No, he didn't murder him. Or no, attempted. Attempted murder with a ballpoint pen. Yeah. 
because uh, it was on like Christmas Eve, I think. And, yeah, and that somebody sounds... was saying disparaging comments about his lady friend. Right. Yeah. So, so he got all stabby. I don't think he'd be allowed back anyway, just because of because uh, because of the tell all. Because of behind the bell. I don't think anybody else likes him. That was that also show. adapted into a Lifetime movie. By the way, Tiffany Amber Theason still looking good. All of them actually looked really good. Yeah, they did. Jesse Spano still looked pretty good. St- Better from a distance. T- Tiffany Amber Theisen. Ex- yes, of course. I know. Yes, she's like one of the most beautiful women that's ever yeah, existed. Yeah, she's yes, yeah, she's she's mm-hmm. she's pretty awesome. Speaking of Tiffany Amber Theisen, who went on to be <laughs> that's Hori, right? I forgot she was on this show. Hori Valerie Malone, <laughs> which is, makes me surprised that you didn't watch Beverly Hills 90210 because you would have loved it. She was such a slut. I watched some 90210. I just oh, don't like to admit it. Oh, you did, did you? I watched a little bit, a little bit. I know the general idea. Sure. I wasn't a dedicated one. I know who the people are. I know who Brandon is and Luke Perry. What was Luke Perry's name? Dylan. Dylan McKay. And that's where you took the name Dylan, right? Yes, that's exactly where I took it from. From mm-hmm. Beverly Hills 90210 from a character played by Luke Perry. That's where I got <laughs> Dylan from. I figured. Oh, you've exposed my secrets. <laughs> How dare you? Do you know that Ian Ziering's a big fan of Blazers? Is AKA he really? Steve Sanders. Yeah, how do you know that, though? Well, I know it because he was on a commercial <laughs> wearing not... a Damian Lillard jersey. Okay. And I cannot believe that You're... Ian Ziering was in Portland and I didn't get to meet him or interview him. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. What? What's your secret? Okay, one, that was a commercial that was I bet he volunteered. Fake. It was not fake. I don't believe Ian Ziering is necessarily a big Blazers fan. I believe he got paid to do a commercial where it's Damien pretending to... He had to be selected. I bet that you had to... They probably had to volunteer their time. If you haven't seen the commercial, it's actually pretty clever. So it's Nick Cannon talking to Damien Lillard saying he wants to be the Blazers' you know, special celebrity that shows up at all, all the games because every team has a celebrity. And then it's other celebrities, which are... Um, it's Bobby Brown, although I noticed they cut him out of the commercial now. Yeah, Maybe he's because of the in whole it. thing. Yeah. So Bobby Brown was in it. And then they had uh, Humpty from uh, Digital Underground, which that's who it should be. That was who my friend gave her first blowjob to. Ian Ziering. No, 210. And then uh, one of the, ba- one of the, what is he, Backstreet Boys? Joey Boy, Fatone. In Sync? In- I think In Sync. Okay, yeah. So they, they were all choosing, and he chose Nick Cannon. Mm hmm. Yeah. How would you choose Nick Cannon? Ugh. I don't know. I am zeroing all the way. Anyway, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, Greg, somebody's back in the news. Now, do you remember a man by the name of Jeremy Meeks? No. You remember Jeremy Meeks. He was also known as the Hot Convict. Remember that dude? Oh, that guy? That guy. He was arrested, and then his mugshot came out, and all these women were like throwing themselves out. And modeling out. agencies were like offering him contracts. Yeah. And He's stuff. a criminal. Yes. Well, uh, Jeremy Meeks, yes, he is a criminal, and he has been sentenced this week um, to more than two years in prison after a conviction of being in felony possession of a firearm. So, what he uh, gained notoriety for for that mugshot. Uh, he is actually going to jail for two years for yeah, that. So, well, okay. Uh, judge handed down a 27-month sentence yesterday morning and ordered Meeks to undergo a 500-hour substance abuse treatment program. Uh, so, of course, Meeks was arrested on weapons charges and a gang charge and stalked in California last June. Wow, that wow. took a while. Yeah. Yeah, so apparently he got uh, he has hundreds of thousands of fans on Facebook. He got offered modeling, contracts, and commercial gigs. <sighs> That's so frustrating. Uh, in a jailhouse interview shortly after his photo became an internet sensation, Jeremy Meek said he appreciates all the attention, but he wa- uh, what he really wanted is for people to realize that the accusations against him don't reflect who he really is. He said he wants them to know that it's not the real me, which I have no idea what the real me is supposed to be with him. I don't believe he's the brightest gentleman. I'm not thinking so. Well, the real him is going to jail for two years, so there you go. Yeah. So I bet that pretty face is going to serve him pretty well in oh. a federal pound me in the ass prison. Oh, yeah. yeah. He'll be real popular. Real popular. <laughs> He's going to be real. he got a real Pergamel. <laughs> Next up, a new dating app is out. Uh, so, Greg, I, you've done the Tinder thing before, right? Yeah. The yeah I, don't like, I don't like it. Well, there is a new kind of Tinder that is made specifically for people who like the marijuana. Yes, it's a <laughs> oh, new geez. mobile dating app allowing... Marijuana users to meet potential mates and network about the best places to score drugs and also okay, go on what, dates. What is it? Okay, I want to try to guess what is weeder. No, 
Mm. It's a good one. It's a pun. It is? Okay. Yeah, something to do with weed. Is weed in the name? No. Weed friend. Uh, no, I just said weed wasn't date. in the name. No, I know. I know. I'm trying to think here. So weed that I don't, out I of I your don't, thoughts. I don't really smoke <laughs> marijuana. Oh, jeez. 420 friendly. No. I don't know. I don't know. I don't smoke weed. So it's I don't called know. Hi There. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Hi There is a Tinder-style app. Um, which is created by a guy named uh, Todd Mitchum after one of his dinner dates quickly ended when he revealed his marijuana use. So this is for people who smoke marijuana who want to meet other people who smoke marijuana. Uh, so the app is Dude, based- those are the laziest people ever, though. If that's their, the requirement, is it has to be somebody else who smokes weed as much as them. Like, that's the biggest thing in their life. That is the biggest. That is their I identifying have, characteristic. I have nothing against anybody who wants to smoke a bowl every now and then. Whatever. You know, that's, that's your own prerogative. But if that's, like, your thing... That's yeah. I don't think this is going to work out. There are going to be too lazy. People, yeah, you meet people like I've never you know had long term friendships with people who are just like the number one thing is weed because mm-hmm. they, yeah you can't have a conversation with them. That's like the number. It's like no, I had uh, any kind of one track mind. A f- friend of a friend. I had an ex girlfriend who had a group of friends who were like the they were those guys. You know, the kind that would follow fish around and, like, would go to any kind of Grateful Dead tribute Mm -hmm. all the time. And that's all they did. All they did all day long was smoke weed. Like, morning morning to night. They were the most boring people I have ever met. I've been so jealous of people who smoke weed. Very nice. No, I mean, it was so boring. They seem so relaxed all the time. Well, see, because I I can't do it. It doesn't work for me. No, Um, it does the exact opposite to me. (laughs) Mr. Jakey's saying, we all have our hobbies, dicks. No, and that's fine. I'm not saying anything against it. I'm just saying... No, no, and Mr. Jakey is also, like, very successful at what he does. Like, you're not a weed guy. Like, people can smoke weed and not be the guy who sits there all day talking about nothing but weed. I'm talking about that guy. That guy. I knew that guy and a lot of those guys in college. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there were those in college. All day. Yeah, I would go over to their house, you know, to hang out or whatever and watch TV, and no one would say a word. Everybody would just sit in silence while they're all stoned. I'm just completely sober. Like, yeah, well, this this party sucks. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm so bored right now. Yeah. So anyway, I didn't. That's what I'm saying. If it's those, it's probably those kind of people that would get upset about somebody uh, about the whole weed thing, looking for somebody to date. I just don't see it working. I did go to a weed party once in college um, because I never really smoked it, but I, I ended up like smoking it with some of my friends, and I had a fun night one night where my friend had this big basement uh, with black lights. And we all got bottles of laundry detergent and drew on the walls all night. It was really what? fun because it glows in the dark. Laundry detergent. Who cleaned does. it off afterwards? I don't know. Her landlord. We were like 19 and asshole college kids. Yeah, that's, that's lame. Yeah. It was fun. It was a huge basement and we had the black light and we just like drew like pictures all night. It was really fun. Yeah, I went to this house. Nobody was home, so we just broke all the windows. It was a great time. I did a, It was laundry detergent. It's fine. All right. Anyway, so Hi There is only available in the 23 states that have legalized medical marijuana. Aside from pairing weed smokers, the app allows users to discern their marijuana preferences, such as whether the person smokes wash, uh, wax hash with a vaporizer or regular marijuana in a cigarette form, and uh, as well as whether a person is energetic or sluggish if when high. The thing is, again, if you're narrowing your dating pool to just those, just those specific things, you're kind of missing. I think you're kind of missing the point. Well, hi there is available for free says, right now. Says me, who's clearly successful at every relationship I've ever had. <laughs> Obviously, I should be the one giving dating advice. You should be dictating all of that, Greg. Yeah. Uh, hi there is available for free on Android and will be released in uh, Apple's App Store this week. All right. So oh, this- sativa. What? Uh, I can say this because it, it's a legal thing. Sativa is this legal uh, thing you can get and you smoke it. I tried that once, not really thinking what it was. I honestly, I thought it was like a tobacco. Is that like salvia? Isn't that the same thing? I don't know. Cannabis sativa. Oh, sativa is marijuana. Salvia. That's what I meant. Okay. Somebody mentioned this in the chat. And I, that was the thing I, that I all the kids it. were like doing um, a few years ago, right? Yeah. I, I honestly didn't understand what it was. And my buddy was like, oh, no, no, no just try this. I thought it was some like tobacco <laughs> thing. I wasn't thinking. I tried it. That stuff is not fun. It is horrible. Horrible. What? What's what's so funny? It's also being pointed out by our lovely friend Suman, who might be in the room with us, saying that jizz also fluoresces. Mm. So does tonic water. The more you know. I'm done talking now. <gasps> All right. So this story, let's we're wiping that away. We're moving on to the next one. <laughs> so this story, I was I was hesitant in whether or not to do it, but it's everywhere, and it like nobody's hurt. 
but it's a really stupid thing. It kind of reminded me, Greg, I know you watched Arrested Development. Yes. Now, do you remember the one-armed man that would always teach the Bluth kids lessons? Yeah, that's why you and always leave a note. that's why you always leave a note. Yeah. All right, so this and is like that. Milk, that's why you always leave a note. <laughs> this is like this that. This is what but, happens when you leave the door open. But worse. So Somebody took this to a whole different level. Uh, I'm going to preface this by saying that the kid is okay. Physically. Okay. I don't right. know how this is going to affect him mentally down the road. Okay. A six-year-old Missouri boy. Missouri. Missouri boy is fine, but uh, after he was led to believe that he'd been kidnapped, shown a gun, and threatened to be sold into sex slavery, which was all part of an alleged plot by his family members to teach him a lesson because he was too nice to strangers. Oh, jeez. They tricked this boy what? into thinking he was abducted and being sold into sex slavery because he was too nice to strangers and they were afraid he was going to be abducted and sold into sex slavery. Oh my God. So here it goes. Deputies from the Lincoln County Sheriff's Office first questioned the boy's aunt, mother, grandmother, and a 23-year-old man for their alleged roles in the child's four-hour ordeal, which took place this past Monday. So this is what happened. So the sheriff's office said that the boy's aunt, her, her name is Denise Crowdell, enlisted the help of her co-worker named Nathan uh, Firavid. I'm just going to call him Denise and Nathan, to stage a kidnapping to scare the child and that the boy's <laughs> mother and grandmother agreed with the scheme. So these four <laughs> adults were in cahoots. Wow. So this is what happened. So on Monday, the co-worker, uh, Nathan, allegedly kidnapped the child after he got off a school bus. So he convinced the kid, who I guess is too friendly with strangers, because he got into a strange man's pickup truck. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, me, okay. Which he I guess needs this a talking not, to. He needs a talking to, not a fake kidnapping. Not a kidnapped into slavery. All right. So the guy uh, coaxed the kid into his car. As he's driving, he starts to tell the child, you'll never see mommy again. Oh, God. He then showed a handgun to the now sobbing boy, then drove around in his truck, tied him up, and covered his face with, with a jacket. All with his family's wishes, by the way. Oh my God! This is why I that was kind of hesitant. A new family to yes, he needs right a new away. family. He, they need, he needs to be taken away from them. Uh, the blindfold child was then taken into the family's home, into his family's home, his parents' home, put in the basement, and then the aunt told him that he was going to be sold into sex slavery. Eventually, Jesus. the boy was led upstairs, untied, and then lectured about the dangers strangers could surprise. pose. Surprise! The worst surprise party ever. That sucks. <laughs> Wow. Uh, family members told deputies that they only wanted to educate the boy. Uh, the sheriff's office in a statement said the boy was terrorized. All four yeah. were charged with felony kidnapping and child abuse. That's some lifelong therapy that kid's going to need. That is, yeah, that is. For so up. many reasons. So many reasons. So uh, each one of them is being held for a quarter of a million dollars bail. Uh, so not, none of them have attorneys yet. Uh, so the boy is okay. The child has been taken from the home and is staying with less crazy relatives. I don't know how he'll be able to be the strangers, but at least he won't talk to any family members, I'm sure, for quite a long time. Yeah. Wow. Stranger danger. And that's why you always leave a note. <laughs> Next up, a new reality show on Lifetime. That's why you don't rub uh, laundry detergent on walls. I didn't rub laundry detergent walls. I, I painted pretty pictures. I think there was, I was really Oh, I'm sure the landlord thought it was a pretty picture. Sons at that point. Oh, God. I almost got that for my tramp stamp. Can you imagine the, really poor, the poor bastard that had to clean all that crap up? We had already soaked the walls. It would just make them easier to clean. A new reality show that is of my nightmares has been announced that will be starting next month called Born in the Wild. Now, Born in the Wild is going to be a reality show which follows young parents who forego not only hospitals, but shelter during their birthing processes and want to do it naturally out in the woods and other places. And then please tell me they take the babies away right afterwards and put Born them up for adoption in the wild to a will real family. Women who decided to give birth surrounded by only the beauty and serenity of nature Ugh. away from any doctors or modern interventions. Ugh. Inspired by the huge popularity of a YouTube YouTube video that shows a woman giving birth in a tropical creek. Who the hell would want to watch that? Millions of people. So uh, Lifetime has decided to answer the... I do not understand. The call. The live birth shows where they show people doing that and it's like everybody's all about the live birth. Like, I get it if it's your kid. Okay, that's your yeah. child. Sure. 
Why do you want to watch other random strangers giving birth? I don't know. There's something odd about that. I'm still traumatized about. I was at the gym and I was like going through. No, I remember the that channels. because there used to be the channel that when we had the gym membership, it was always the baby, a, like a yes. baby story or a birthing yes. story or whatever. And there'd be a woman and in a tub. And all of a sudden, I'm looking and there's a blood-filled bathtub. I'm like, what am I looking at? I thought it was like a horror movie, and lo and behold, no, it was just a woman grunting in a blood-filled bathtub. I did not want to see that. No. But if you want to see that, Lifetime has the answer to your prayers. It's going to be starting next month, and it's called Born in the Wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Shockwave in the chat says, have these people not figured out that nature is the thing that makes us sick? <laughs> and uh, Suman said, before modern medicine, women and babies had a decent chance of dying on any birth. This is all true. It's a good thing they're away from those pesky doctors. <laughs> Who needs doctors? Ugh. And finally, I'll send it on a Portland, Oregon story. Oregon officials have now <laughs> sent out an official warning. Oregon's so embarrassing and hilarious sometimes. Oregon officials have declared a state of emergency. Not really, but uh, they're warning early morning joggers and park visitors in Salem to watch out for an owl who has been stealing people's hats off of their heads. <laughs> yes, four people have been attacked in the past month by the same owl. My dad actually talked about this because they live near there. This after have you, you heard about, about the, owl? the beavers? Oh, God. <laughs> so nobody has been seriously hurt in this hat-stealing owl incident that's happened four times. Um, but a man by the name of Brad Hillard was at least two. He was one of the joggers to have lost headgear in a brush with the bird. So he said that he was jogging down a path, and all of a sudden he saw something swooping toward him. And the owl with its talons out swooped down, grabbed his hat, and pulled it right off of his head like it was nothing and flew away. That sucks. Owls are big. That's scary. Owls have eyeball-gouging talons. Yeah. I don't want that. That's so close to your eyes. Why is it so right pissed there. off? I don't. Maybe it likes hats. I don't know. But uh, now this owl is getting more and more aggressive because sightings of the owl are picking up around Salem. So it's mostly near um, where this is happening. To good, so there are con- construction sites there. So people are saying now they're starting to wear hard hats instead of actual hats so that the <laughs> owl can't, get, can't take their hats. But the bird in question is targeting runners near Bush's Pasture Park, which now has a sign to warn people to Bush, avoid Bush jockey, Park? I know jogging. what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Bush's Pasture, uh, pasture Park, which apparently is where this Bush owl. Pasture. I think that, yeah, I know where that Maybe is. Maybe that's yeah. the full name. So, um, yeah, so, so far, four people have had their hats stolen. <laughs> this is how Portland makes national news with that owl that steals people's hats. And that, my friends, is your world crazy. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'd just like to thank uh, all of you guys for hanging out with us. And I'd particularly like to thank uh, Suman, who's hanging out in here with us, who did not come in and murder us. Yes, there was speculation off air of whether or not we were going to be murdered today. Let me just tell you, behind the scenes, when we were talking to Simon about coming in, um, he would not tell us his real name. (laughs) We were getting a little freaked out. But he is in here now. And he's real. And And so far, so good. Because we're broadcasting, we're not dead yet. Okay. Yeah, so that is safe. Just keep broadcasting. (laughs) Yes, just keep broadcasting. Never turn it off. Never stop. (laughs) Well, uh, since he is in here, we do want to wish him, of course, a very happy birthday tomorrow. Yes, indeed. Get some drunk Elvis. You get all all weekend to celebrate. Yes. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. All right. You. Oh, that's so kind happy of. Okay. He didn't kill us. Happy birthday to you. Hot <laughs> damn right. Boom, boom, boom. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Um. Uh, all right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. So, um, one thing too. Do you want to mention? And we've been getting emails from people wanting to. Get their taxes done at H&R Block. Oh, yes, by our lovely Gilbert. Yes, Gilbert at... Uh, such an upstanding gentleman. Um, he is awesome. So Gilbert, H&R Block, right there on uh, Sandy and 27th, mm-hmm. where you can go in and get your taxes done. He is awesome. He's been doing our taxes for for several years, and I've talked about this before. I've been audited by the IRS twice. It's <laughs> yes, you have. not fun for uh, things that I did not... Uh, not really my fault, but I just went to some bad, bad people who Being prepared audited, taxes. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, so that uh, that kind of that kind of sucked. Yeah. So I've gone through that before, and but when I'm, since I've been going to Gilbert, it, everything's been completely fine. It's been awesome and really, really. Yeah, and you can it. get a hold of Gilbert if you want to call him. It's at five zero three two three one eight 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 eight. Awesome. Yeah. So five zero three two three one eighty eight eighty eight. Tell Gilbert you heard about it uh, from Fun Employment Radio, and he's fantastic. Yep. All right. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120.
coming up this weekend on the Fun Employment Radio Network tomorrow at 10.30 a.m. Chronicles of the Nerds! Yeah! Nerds! Nerds. And that will be followed by Rip City Bad Boys. I love it. Right here on the network. So much weekend entertainment. Indeed. Indeed. Thank you so much, everyone. This has been uh, this has been awesome. Oh, I believe we'll have an appearance by the one and only Kenny B next week to explain his thumb as well. Oh, gross. I hope we don't have to look at it. I do not want to look at it. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. All right. Thanks, everyone. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. .com. Happy birthday, Simone. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.